Good morning, everybody. Lee Brower here, and welcome to this week's edition of Meaningful Monday. I am glad to be here, and I am grateful to be here. As you can see, I'm in beautiful Santa Monica this morning, uh, charged by this beautiful day, this fresh air, but actually charged by an amazing weekend this last weekend. Again, full of learning and full of gratitude. Uh, this last weekend was the weekend for our seventh annual Wacky Warriors Charitable Softball Tournament. And, uh, you know, what an amazing event. Uh, I am so grateful for that my eyes have been opened to so many wonderful people that I can see in my life. Many times we move at such a fast pace that we don't get to see the truly think, the things that matter most to us. Um, you know, I woke up this morning and I looked at several different videos that have come to me from different people talking about uh, riches and how you can be rich really quick and come to our program and follow this and follow that and 12 steps to becoming rich and financially successful and, and that search for happiness and the truly reality is that you can't um, other people and other things can't make you happy uh, any more than other things or other people can't make you angry and uh, so it comes from within but but placing yourself in the path of inspiration placing yourself with your eyes open so that you can experience it is a wonderful blessing and that's the way it's been this last week I was in the path of some amazing people who have helped put the, not the least of which is my wife Lori and for the work that she has done to keep this seven years of the wacky softball tournament going a little history you know Nick several years ago um, our son who passed away three years ago uh, after a year of uh, battling with cancer he attended a kayaking camp that was put on by First Descents and an amazing organization that focuses on the social um, the, the social psycho aspect of cancer by placing young adults in small groups and getting them away from uh, the, the regular world and getting them out into the outdoor world where they can experience things like kayaking, rock climbing, surfing, etc. Real challenges but also that camaraderie that comes together. Nick came home from his first first ascent adventure and said we've got to do something. We have to be able to give back. Can we create an event where we can give back? Well, Carly and Kelsey, his sisters, were playing softball and we thought, well, that's the only thing we know how to do uh, in terms of putting on events and so we thought, well, let's do that. And so that started and we did that 14 teams in a, in a state, uh, a, a county fairgrounds. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, the first one that we did, the 14 teams raised some money for awareness, and uh, they did it by raising money for every run they scored. And I have to tell you, we rigged it a little bit. We talked to the umpires and said, uh, you know, if they're this close to the base, um, it, it, call them safe because it's money for cancer. Well, that, that didn't work too well for a long time because of the parents and the um, uh, you know, and, and uh, some of the coaches, but uh, it did work, and uh, it has continued to grow. So this last weekend, we had 44 teams. We probably turned away another 20 teams. We just didn't have the space. 14 different uh, fields, uh, over 500 girls from different teams, dressed in bright, colorful colors, um, some of them in amazing uh, uh, league-of-their-own type outfits, and, you know, in the, the sportsmanship. The, each team played for what we call a cancer cutie, a young youngster. Uh, it could be teenagers down to little tiny childs that are living or battling with cancer or who have battled for cancer, and even a few that are angels right now. 
But how these teams embraced these young little kids, how they brought them in and made them a part of their team, how they studied the cancer that they were going through, and how they made this day come alive for those that could attend as well is something that was just purely magnificent. I am uh, so grateful for the volunteers. We had so many wonderful volunteers that came of their own time and spent many hours there helping out and making this thing work. The umpires, the coaches, the, the, the community that rallies around and makes this event what it is. I am so grateful for that. Grateful for the sportsmanship, grateful for the fun athletes that they are. They are all great athletes. These girls are amazing. Man, they can hit the ball. They can throw the ball. They can play well. But what, what they take away from this is the memory that they are making a difference, that they are active and in action and making things happen. You know, in spite of that, there's lessons that we learn because we all have human nature. We want to win, and coaches really want to have the best outcomes for their, for their players. And occasionally a coach and sometimes the parents will get a little carried away. But we've done a good job of changing that atmosphere. We still have instances, but, and we learn from those instances. Let me share one with you. We had a coach that got a little aggressive, a uh, little excited about a call. Um, I don't. I think you've seen that all before. And he came charging out of the dugout and got into the umpire's face. And unfortunately, the umpire had to ask him to leave. And he, uh, you know, he didn't leave quietly. He he uh, he came back again and kind of made himself known. And um, so as I was escorting him out and had a nice talk with him, uh, he did not appreciate that either. And uh, you know, I understand. Uh, we get emotional. We get excited about these things, and uh, these things happen. Uh, in all of our time, we've, we've only had two coaches that uh, we've not asked to come back, uh, and this probably could have been a third one. But you know, as he left, and uh, he was off the property, and then he started to walk in with his team a few hours later for their next game, and I caught him at the outside edge of it and said, Coach, um, you know, we're asking you to stay away from this, from this event, uh, you know, for the whole day. And he said, I kind of thought that's what would happen. And he continued to talk, say, he said, there's several people I need to apologize to. And he said, you're one of them. And he apologized. And we had a really good talk. And uh, he asked if he could come in and address his team. And I said, certainly you can. But let me walk you in and walk you out so that the umpires don't ask you to leave. And so I walked him in and I listened to him talk to his team. And this is a coach that I think really cares about his team. He cares about the girls. But you know, the event does not determine the outcome. How we respond to the event determines the outcome. We've talked about this before. And I was sharing this with a friend yesterday who reminded me that the same thing is true not only in sports, but it's true in our business as well. That uh, in any event, you know, that uh, the that happens, sometimes our, um, how we react, the we become the response, and that becomes the influence. And that's the one thing we can never delegate is our influence. And um, so, you know, I talked to this coach about this, and I said, Coach, you know, um, really when you're coaching, Coach John Wooden used to say, yes, Lee, I'm a coach, but I prefer to be called a teacher. And uh, everything that we do in life teaches. So I asked him, what was it that you're teaching your young girls? When you look at these young girls, say 10 years from now or 15 years from now, they have their own children, they're, they're into life's experiences. And as they're into life's experiences, and they have a bad call go against them, even if it's not right, even if it's unfair, they still have that bad call. How are they going to respond? 
they may think back to this moment and they'll remember their coach and they'll remember that the coach responded this far, this far out of bounds. But you know what we've determined over time is that when a coach goes this far out of bounds or somebody goes this far out of bounds, what's really happening is that it gives permission to those that are watching. It gives permission to those girls to be able to go this far out of bounds. And that's what happens. The same is true in our families. If we as leaders in our families go this far out of bounds, maybe we do something, we don't give back the exact change, or we have the opportunity to really show our leadership, and we don't take advantage of it. We're giving our children, we maybe we're only out of bounds this far, we're giving our children permission to go this far. Same in the workplace. When we make exceptions and we go this far out of bounds and kind of laugh it off, what we're really doing is we're giving our employees, our team members, we give them the opportunity to go this far and they will take it. We all have influence in life. I'm so grateful for this, for this last three days. We don't make a lot of money on this particular tournament. We do an enormous amount of work. Um, the volunteers and uh, Lori and the work that she does and those that help her. Uh, all of the coaches that come together and make it happen. But this is life. This is giving back. This is giving back where you can really see the effect. Imagine 500 girls. Imagine the parents of those girls, the coaches. Imagine the families of those children, those youngsters of all ages, of teenagers and down, that are affected by the love and the outpouring of these young teams and girls. What difference does that make? Can we really see the ripples? of where that's going and the difference that it's making. Many of you have been involved in Wacky or other charitable events like that. Understand, please, the importance of ripples. Understand the importance of learning. Understand the importance of teaching. You are teachers and you are learners every single moment. Make this a great, meaningful week. I look forward to talking to you next week. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.